America. America. Actually, the UK America. is worse. But America. Yeah. You're a citizen now, right? No, not. Um, oh, I thought. No, still, uh, which we can talk about because there's, yeah, some, talk about there's some differences between all those things. Yeah, and in matters. There, there are. You're not really in the club yet. Uh, no, but I, um, yeah. Yeah, but those things, there's three distinctions, but yeah, so, and, and those things kind of matter because people kind of mix them up and, yeah. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. All right. Are you cameraing? We're cameraing. Um, all right. I'm here with Rachel Tulsi in the even cooler hat studio, and uh, we're trying to amp up the cool factor here. We're just having a little debate as to whether... It should be glasses on or glasses off. You should always have glasses on, but for now... But for now, because I can't really see very well. I'm going to go glasses off for now. Be careful, because this shirt is going to... You may want to... I can't see a thing. The shirt blinds me. It blinds you, yeah. So there's a little story behind the shirt I'm going to tell in a second. Um, So uh, this is uh, your first... Well, so this is not your first time here. Uh, This is not your first time to be on one of my podcasts. You've been on many times. but but it is you know on the on the oil and gas tech show which yeah. for OGGN, uh which uh, I still do I still do that show, and uh, and you're welcome to come on anytime you want, um, not anytime, most anytime, and uh, but it's your first time to be on the new show, uh, it's also your first time to be in the studio since we stocked the bar, uh, and it's a whole. It's a whole flurry of firsts because it's your first time to have a Rob Roy. It's my first time, Rob. It's have actually a Rob very Roy, good, and uh, which it's, is uh, Manhattan with Scotch, basically. Basically, so uh, and uh, salute. Yeah, we we should always we should start off with like a friendly cheers at the cheers, beginning, just in yeah. case we get in an argument later. We'll we'll have a good memory. We should talk about that. Why do people argue? Why do people argue? <sighs> because they don't know how to have conversations. Yeah. So they escalate into an argument because you want to win. I I want to crush your point of view. Because people think that they can convince people to change their minds, and you can never convince anyone to change their mind. Yeah, but people do change their minds. But people can change their minds, but you can't convince someone to change right, their so mind. So how do they end up changing their minds? I think they, if you just maybe speak to people with the relative respect and try and understand their point of view, even though it may be under you, it may make your skin crawl a little, if you can try and understand it. Maybe That's why it we have help. the drinks, because... It- yeah, it helps with, yeah. helps with the skin crawling. Sometimes, yeah. Um, but there but, are some issues that are kind of binary that you should never, like, there's no, like, middle ground on some of these issues. But yeah, but yeah. some things, like, just, like, it's easy. People want the same things in, in the world. They want to live relatively good lives, you know, not mess around too much and have fun, take care of themselves, their families, they got families. If not, just want to... I think so. I think, people, I think people still want those things. Although sometimes I think that maybe they're occupied with other things at the moment. But, uh, but we probably get ahead of ourselves. We should back up. Yeah. Uh, which we which we're good at, you and I. We're very good at just launching right into some completely unplanned conversation. Prosperity, prosperity. Uh, we, we cover that first of all, since this is a new audience. Hopefully, there's an audience. It's a new show, so you never really know for sure. So it might just be two people. But for be six. Sake, I'm going for six. Six. Yeah, because that's like way over. That's better. Than yeah. Two, yeah. So even if it's just six people, uh, let's do a little. Uh, let's do a little introduction. I haven't had you like introduce yourself. On a show in a long time because usually everybody knows who you are, but um, but this but we're not in the only gas world, we're not in the technology no. world now. So so for the six the six folks that I hope are listening, uh, my name is Ration. My name is Ration Tulsi. I live in Houston. Yeah, yeah. I was actually born like long walks on the beach. Long, I like long walks on the beach. I do like barbecue. We've talked about good we barbecue. We do. You do yeah. like barbecue. Yeah. I like a like a relatively nice barbecue somewhere. We can get together, have a conversation, have some barbecue, mm. have a few drinks, have a conversation, have an argument. But as long as you I don't know, finish that argument with a joke. 
I don't see why you should uh, not continue. I don't think we've ever had an, have, have we had an argument? Not, certainly not, not on a podcast because on the tech show we have to. Oh, you never win an argument against me. But clearly, but what about like at the pub visits? I'm trying to think if we ever had a. No, we What we did encounter was that that weird dude at the one pub we tried to do a podcast, and that was getting under me where the guy kept interrupting. Yeah. You know, the guy he yeah. was clearly out of his mind, you know, and we were trying. Talking about going to Mars or something. He, like I would, yeah, he was he was talking about stuff. He that was already there, man. He was he was on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was saying, Could you "Come join me." Yeah. Come join me, and this yes. is the path to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, a, yeah, I was like, I mean, I was up for that. L. Ron Hubbard's great-grandson. Look, we were in the middle of COVID back then. I was like, look, I mean, obviously there's, you know, if Mars might be the way to go, I'm going to follow this, this stranger in a bar to Mars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he yeah. had a solution. Yeah. yeah, that was true. Yeah, but but we don't always agree on everything. You shouldn't um, agree on everything. But, I mean, you and I don't always agree. I mean, we agree no. on a lot of things, but we don't agree on everything. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because that's what most people are. Right. A lot of people right. agree on most things, and the things that you don't agree on, it's okay on some aspects. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah, yeah. Okay, so I mean, let's take a good example. Is uh, there's a new Netflix show? I'm not trying to pitch Netflix here. The the Jeffrey Dahmer show. You could have just said the end. No, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so there's a show about Jeffrey Dahmer, right? Like I certainly won't want to agree with anyone that says. Show you know about, what? Wait. So for those for those maybe who aren't around at the time, Jeffrey Dahmer is who yeah. is. The cannibal who yeah. killed 17 uh, yeah. young men. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Pretty rough, right? And, you know, he did over a long period of time. He was apparently could have got, got caught at any one of those periods. And he was so blatant with his uh, escapades, he could have got caught. Right? So let's, 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 let's talk about that for a second. Not, not Dharma, but cannibalism, right? I certainly <laughs> don't want to be around people who think that cannibalism is the way to go. Like, there's no middle ground there. No, right. Yeah, right? A, I mean, you like, gotta, yeah. They'd be like, look, you know, with the right line. seasoning, I'd yeah. be like, look, buddy. You know, no, like, yeah. 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 Well, you've just never had good. That's what people always tell me about salmon, yeah. right? Like, well, you've just never had good salmon. You still never had the but good. But I have yeah. had good salmon, and yeah. I still don't like it. But it's can, like, yeah. yeah. And like, you know, with cannibalism, we know, like, yeah, there's good reason why that, sh that should be, we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. So, like, I don't think there's any middle ground there. Like, you can make a good argument, like, look, you know, the food supply is really slow. These. I was like, look, buddy. Uh, no, it doesn't. I'm not a vegan. It, does, it doesn't appeal to me. But if the cannibalism is where to go, I'm going to welcome veganism. Yeah, you got to you got to draw the line somewhere, yeah, right? Exactly. So sure, yeah. sure. So, yeah. so so where were you going? To the, and to the five out of six people who are not vegans on that on that <laughs> podcast, <laughs> yeah. like you know, be a vegan, man. If that makes you happy, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stuff out. yeah. yeah. Eat, eat what you yeah. like. Um, uh, okay, so let's back up again let's back up again so this show as i was telling you before we got started um and the reason why I, obviously you know i always call you when i just need somebody to be on the show and i don't want to have to do a lot of preparation so because we don't really have to do any of that um but this is a new show it's a new network uh the brain pub network which uh, is we're just getting it launched uh dan dan alford uh of course you know here at hat studio where this is part of his facility you and dan were on OGG unscripted together that was the first I like, time you met i like right? dan a lot he's a super smart guy yeah. he's very calm very casual yeah uh yeah i don't know about the smart part but the rest of it oh, i think smart. i think yeah, he, got yeah, he knows it. uh he's very smart and uh so we started this network because you know he's got a show called the roboticist chronicles so that's now part of the network and this is part of the brand pub network and and the whole concept like of the network is to not just be a catalog of podcasts, but to have kind of this common theme of we should be able to sit down and talk about things and not always agree and still be friends. And uh, and it's good if we don't if it's good if we don't agree. So this particular show in Brave Pound Network is about saving. The, it's, it's called Saving the Dream. Uh 
uh, whether it ought to be saved is, is, is actually a topic for discussion. Um, but the dream in reference to the American dream, which, by the way, this is an another first, is I've never used gaff tape as a coaster before. And you never will again. But Well, uh, it depends on whether I remember to bring the coasters yeah. and whether Trevor has to keep making new ones. Um, so this is the book, The Epic of America, written by James Truslow Adams. Now, I don't know what episode you're going to be because you're part of the first five that I'm doing to get this thing launched. So, um, so uh, I've already talked about this on a couple that I recorded already. But uh, the book, he actually, this is with the phrase, the American dream. It goes back to this guy, 1931, when he yeah, wrote this book. I didn't know that. Now, this, uh, this is a 1932 printing. Um, and, uh, and, and it's interesting because the part where he talks about the American dream, it's not at the beginning. It's not, and, and by the way, he wanted to title it, the American Dream, uh, and I've said this before, but uh, it was 1931, and the publishers thought maybe the American Dream isn't a good title for a book in the middle of the Depression. So he called it the Epic of America, because really, the Epic of America, it, the book is a look back on everything that has transpired even before the foundation of the United States up until this point. And so where he talks about the American Dream is actually hit the end in the epilogue, ironically, on page 404. Mm. So, so it's a journey to the dream. So, four hundred four. Never mind. Is it? I mean, well, the really, era? It is on page. It's on page four hundred four. Four hundred four. Website down. Four hundred four. American dreams. Where, and and the idea is, at, he's saying that at that point in time, he's looking back, and he's saying, uh, what we have created here is this this place and this idea of the American dream and kind of from. And it's a place where people can come from anywhere. Uh, it doesn't matter, or be here, or whatever. And it doesn't matter what's, what you're... Now, of course, at the time, he was thinking a lot about, like, the old European societies and some other places in the world. But broadly speaking, it doesn't matter where you're from or what your station in life or whatever. There's an opportunity for you to have a better, richer, fuller life, right? Not richer in the sense of, like, more money necessarily, but a richer, fuller life is available to everybody, um, Commonly, we think, you know, that means if you work hard and things like this, right? Um, so, is that what you think of? When you think of, so you came here from another country. Uh, I did. Like, you ain't from here. I'm not, I'm, from, so, I'm not from around these parts. So, was, was the notion of the American dream, was that part, like, was that in your head, like, when you came here, or did you just get here by accident? I mean, it's, it's, this is not my first rodeo, right? So, I've been here a few times, but this is, yeah, I, I'm sticking around this time. Yeah. yeah, and how long have you been, like, permanently here? Uh, eight years. Eight, eight, years? eight okay. years? Yeah, yeah. I will say this, though, you know, a little harken back to what you just said. It is interesting, though, that you know that Mike and I are married because we both use coasters where we don't have to. <laughs> and what's interesting oh. is, is that both our wives have never met. They come from different backgrounds, different they, cultures. That's true. that's true. They're very different. And they still insist on coasters. Yeah, why shouldn't they? Is well, that, is that like an in American this case, thing? It's really, it's really that, Johnny who insists on the coasters because he got the he bought the furniture. Yeah, well, I mean, so yeah, 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 Johnny's yeah. kind of our studio wife. So yeah. <laughs> he's a big dude, though. He's not here right yeah. now, so it's okay. We can say that sort of thing. Yeah, we do. Well, it, it, because otherwise, it leaves the the wet ring. Which now, you, which you got from me? Which you got from your family? What I do not do is use a coaster with stemware because you don't need to. Like. And it actually kind of drives me crazy when you're at a bar or a restaurant and you order a martini and they try to give you the little napkin under it because you don't, you don't need it. Because it's, they, it's, they don't know what else to do. It's right. It's, it's, yeah, it's just, unnecessary. It's, it's right? just like uh, tribal knowledge, right? Which is really, you know. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, 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 yeah, so, so I'm, I'm foreign, not from around these parts. 
That's for sure. Um, but this is my second rodeo as an immigrant. Yeah, in, also, in this country. No, no, actually, no. So, so it gets it gets gets complicated. So, so we, I was ran, going, we ran you off the first time. You decided I remember, to give it. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was <laughs> yeah, a different a different lifetime, but yeah, you ran me off from these spots, but I came back again because you know, stubborn that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, so I grew up in South Africa where I was raised. You know, South Africa. South Africa. See, so you said that you said it really quickly, where Americans can't really understand what you said. But South Africa. South yes. Africa. It's a country in the southern part of Africa. Right. It's not just but, a. It's oh, not just a demarcation of southern so, Africa. And that's true because you know, like Do people get confused about that. People get confused all the time. Yeah, people get confused all the time about that. Yeah. So it, it does help that like people like Trevor Noah is out there, kind of like spreading it. Charlize Theron, uh, who's a very beautiful woman, she's actually South African. Oh yeah. Yeah, the actress. I, I did not know that. Yeah. There's a few other, you know, actresses. Well, there's and actresses. a whole, there's a whole lethal weapon episode about about South Africa. I mean, there is, there is exactly. Yeah, we, we've had a, a long and interesting and storied history that, you know, it's not a very good one, but there's positive outcomes yeah, of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, right? sure. If anyone wants to go visit, I highly recommend it. The friendliest people you'll ever meet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a great place to like be a tourist in. Eugene Becker, you you know Eugene, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, him, yeah. he's from. He's. Uh, in fact, I told the story. I think on a previous episode about how um, <clears throat> I was talking about the network, Brain Pub Network, and uh, how Eugene came to the U.S. He fell in love with the margarita, and he ordered them everywhere we went. It didn't matter where we were. It could be like an Italian restaurant. It could be like a Chinese restaurant. What? Like he always ordered a margarita. Yep, exactly. And. And and one time when he when the when the bartender asked him if he had a, a tequila preference, what is your tequila preference? He said, "I prefer quantity over quality." I like this. <laughs> yeah, you're like yeah. So like, yeah, hey, buddy, like yeah, just keep them coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, keep is that, so is that kind of is that kind of like let's just go for it? Like South African is that a South, South African like to drink? Sure. They like it. They like to drink. Doesn't? They like to party. Who doesn't really? Yeah, you know they like they like if you know nothing about South Africans. I'm going to get beaten up for saying this, but very much close to Australians, which is like, you know, just mm. kind of like people that like the outdoors, uh, yeah. like nature. We have, we have, you have like cities. this weird accent that's not really an English weird accent. Accent's not really English, yeah. you know, kind of like outdoors yeah. people. And, yeah. you know, uh, there's an expression rough and tumble. That's, you know, that describes right, right, the Africans right. very, you know, very much. Uh, but I'm also a Brit. I'm also, I'm also British, right? And because this is my second oh, immigration yeah. uh, foray. So, yeah, I, I lived in England for a little while. I lived in Europe for, for a bit. Became a British national, and then I, I, I moved here because of work, uh, which is also interesting because people think it's easy to move to the U.S. It's not easy at all. Like, I mean, well, it's easy for some people apparently. Well, I mean, it depends on depends on who you are. But like, everyone that I know that like that's in my circle, uh, temporary workers. And that's what we talk we have, we have to talk about because people think all immigrants are the same status, but but that they're not. Sure. Like when I first came, I wasn't an immigrant. I was. Uh, I had a work visa. Right. That's different. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you. They're here you, to yeah do a job. You had to do a job for years. You had to like you know maximize your income and then enjoy yourself. You know you pay taxes. You know they have this thing about like how immigrants don't pay taxes. I really wish that was true because I don't. Yeah. Really, I wish that was like true. Yeah. Even a, a little because sometimes even the, the so this is the, I'm not being cagey here. Yeah. The illegal ones pay taxes. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah. wish like you know that was like kind of true, but yeah. You know, uh, you know I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Here in Houston, you have. Uh, you know, um, if, if everybody who everybody who's here, not legally, and I'm, and 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 there's many many people who are here not legally, and but yeah, they're they but they're hardworking members of society. Sure. Um, and and, no and I'm sure they each have a different story. But uh, if you were to if you were to empty the city of Houston, the, like all the 
all the bars and restaurants would close down almost immediately. Um, Childcare? Uh, Childcare? Yeah, so many things. And and I have uh, friends in the restaurant and bar business, and and they ex- and one of them explained one time. He said, "Well, I, the, he has people actually on the payroll, uh, like on a payroll service, like ADP, right? So they're." And I said, "Well, how do you how do you give them a paycheck if you?" Like they gotta have a social security number. He said they have one. They, they have, have a social security yeah. number. Yeah, it's not necessarily, you know, it's yeah. it belonged to somebody somewhere along the route road, right? And, and then it occurred to me, so he's taking taxes out of this. So these people are having taxes withheld from their check, even social security taxes. Yeah. It's going into the fund, but which, they, which but, they can't use. Which they can never use. Yeah. Right. So they're so so yes. The, I don't know yeah. who who thinks that immigrants don't pay taxes, but even, uh, people. I mean, you know, it's just it's just that's the. Thing. I mean, it's, they're actually, you know, probably the reason why why Social Security is not going to go under is is I really wish the, I really wish the people yeah, that are paying I into have it. To pay taxes. But I mean, I just don't want to give my money to the government, and that's just that's well, just yeah. yeah. But who, who wants does? to? Yeah. Who wants well, to? Well, some up? people do. I'm not. I, I'm not I, one of those people. I can't but. imagine anyone waking up every it's day. It's not that I don't them. want to give them any money. I just feel like I've already given them enough money. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you have like no, no, no say in how it's being used. And, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Right. Look, I mean, like I understand roads and electricity and, and foundations need to be built and embassies have to exist and you know all that good stuff that goes with like government. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm yeah. all for infrastructure and, and we should. Yeah, well, I right. And we did another episode on the with. Uh, yeah. Oh wow, his name is escaping me. Uh, Bob, 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 uh, uh, Jim and. Uh, Anyway, we talked about the purpose of government. So we can't get into that because I already covered that. But I do want to come back to, okay, so you came here. I came here as a temporary as a temporary, temporary immigrant, right? As a temporary worker with a visa. Uh, and I worked for a single company, and, and that, that was great. But your mindset is different because you're, you're there for five years, five to seven years. Right. right? It's a time, time box. You're a contractor, adventure. essentially, right? You have yeah. fun. You enjoy it. Uh, you know, you live the life. You contribute to society. But you can't do certain things. You can't vote. Okay. Right. Well, maybe not. Not at the moment. But you can't contribute you to elections. You might be able to eventually. You can't contribute to elections either. You can't do those things. Maybe right. you don't want to. And that's okay. You don't have to be involved in these things. Right. But So that's a temporary, you know, uh, worker. But then I became an immigrant by uh, by becoming naturalized. I'm not naturalized. I became... Um, uh, what, what, what were you before? Are you unnaturalized before you become? Yeah, naturalized? well, I was uh, what do we call them? Uh, alien or something? Yeah, yeah, alien. And then now I'm a, a permanent resident alien because I have a green card. Oh, yeah, you have a green card. Exactly. Right. And I went through the process. I applied for a green card. Went through the process. Interview. Right, right. I will say this much. So this is again my second rodeo at becoming a, a national. And I'm I'm all for collecting nationalities. This this morning I kind of woke up and thought like, yeah, in about two or three years I could. I will get another nationality. You're young enough to get a couple of more after this, probably. I don't know if that's. I think at some point there's kind of a pushback as to like how many. You can how many can you have? Yeah, yeah, it depends on the other country, the country you come from, whether they allow sure. it. Or, yeah, so yeah. It gets complicated. Uh, it gets it gets kind of complicated, unnecessary, but also it it gets tricky with like paying taxes. So oh yeah, where you live in the world is where you pay right, taxes. Right, 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 right. Right. So you know who do you pay the tax to? Unless you live there for less than six months. In, in some exactly. countries, it depends. I'm sure there's a, one of the six people on this call is going to be a tax lawyer. You have to move back. You have to live, like, here for, like, you know, five months. <laughs> and then somewhere else, like, like I think uh, I think Switzerland, you could live there for five months. And then, like, the remaining, mo- like, or however much, you just have to be on a boat somewhere. Yeah, that's the that's like the opulent. That's the aspiration. Rich- I wish I wish I wish everyone could live that. But life. you could, have, if you didn't pay all those taxes, you could afford the boat. I that's mean, like you and I live in you and I live, live in Houston, right? Which is ridiculously hot for no reason. Like it's almost October and it's it's ridiculously hot. That's, I don't understand what you mean. Like we we should be able to summer 
in a cooler place. Oh, uh, well, yeah. And enough. then in winter, we want to go to a place yeah. that has, like, you like know, Arkansas. good... Like Arkansas. Exactly. Yeah. Like, good winter. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona in the... <laughs> 120 uh, degrees. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so, coming here... now. So, it sounds like you're staying here. So, you're I decided stay. to stay. So And that so, decision is interesting, because I didn't make that immediately. Right. So, uh... Uh, so when you think about your decision to stay here and you think about this notion of the American dream, how do those, how, how does... That's true. Because, like, look, I mean, the reality is, like... Um, trying to keep it relevant. Growing up in different different parts of the world. So I've traveled and worked in different parts of the world. We, as immigrants, we are very well aware of the of the U.S. Uh, American dream, whatever that, whatever that means, right? And it means different things for different people, right? So, so give me some, like, yeah. uh, for instances. So the reason is we grew up with American pop culture. Right, and the thing is that ah. I think for everyone else, the American dream means different things. Some means uh, a vision of the past that didn't nev- didn't really exist for some reason. For some people, the American dream is a very dark one, and it's it's, it's you know has negative connotations. I don't want to get into that too much. It's not my history. Yeah, but for like <clears throat> people like myself, has lived in different parts of the world. By the way, yeah. I, I, if you're looking for somebody who's got a history that's pristine, it's very difficult to find. It's impossible to find. Yeah, yeah that, very, that yeah, doesn't yeah, exist, right? Yeah. Or they're not being—they're being disingenuous. So, it's interesting to like live in different parts of the world and and then choosing the U.S. So, none of us moved here. Like all my friends who moved here, including myself, my wife. You know, we we didn't move here out of like desperation. We weren't uh, we went on the run. You weren't on the lamb from the from the law. Well, that could change today, man. Hey, buddy, you never know, right? Yeah, that could change now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah we not. I mean, we weren't desperate to come here. But that doesn't mean we don't want to be here. Those are two different things. Sure. A lot of us chose to come here, and the value that we bring is important because we've, we've proven ourselves. So yeah. we want to be here, and we see value. The American dream for us, or for people like myself, is entrepreneurial. It's the one place I've seen in the world where if you have an entrepreneurial idea, yeah, there is mechanisms, capital, ideas for you to launch that business at very little risk to yourself, and succeed. Of course, you could be crushed by capitalism, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. This is the capitalist market, market right? So you could be crushed by a lot of things. Right, right, yeah, but yeah. what's not holding you back is bureaucracy. Okay. So there's no bureaucracy to your ideas. If you have a good idea, right now, let's say you have a great idea for a product, and you. I had one recently. And then my wife explained to me that it's already been done. Well, that's the so, uh, that's the man holding you down, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the I, man. Know, that's I, the government. Thing. I invented, I created these baseboards that we could literally just put over top of our existing yep. baseboards because the back is like is like is, is is carved out, so they just fit like right. So you don't have to so you don't have to remove the old baseboards, well, right? Yeah. And apparently that's already and I create I made them by hand and put the put the edge on them and everything, but apparently it's already been done. So, but I, I say that because. Uh, th- th- uh, this is tricky, right? Like you, like you say, well, y- there's no limit on your ideas, but it doesn't mean that you automatically like have a great idea. And oh no, you, you need a market for it. Right? Or you need a place yeah. to do it. But this is the one place where you can get like angel investment. You can get capital. You can get people. Right. You can have idea. I mean, l- I mean, I was at the CVS last year and I saw a product that the people who invent this product are going to come after me for saying this, but like you could just basically put your foot in like a device and your sock will fold into your foot. I was like, oh. I was like, how hard is it to get your sock on? Actually, now there's how a old tool. You are, I think. It's harder for me now than it used to be, I can tell you that. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, I was kind of like, I mean, like, how hard is it to get your sock on? You know, like, oh, yeah, because, like, 
Yeah. Obviously, you know, there's a that's a need somewhere, and this, the the people that invented it who yeah basically came up. I mean, look at the inventor of the toothpick. Probably out there thinking like somewhere like you know what I w- I'm gonna whittle down this piece of wood. I'm small enough to pick my teeth. I'm gonna tell my friends about. It, they're gonna laugh me out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like hey, buddy, that toothpick has saved so many people yeah, from embarrassing so many, situations. And so many, and made so many good drinks. Um, yeah. And saved dates. So what's it like? So let's say one of these other places where you've. Yeah, so like I mean, there's 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 trade offs, right? So like I, I like living in Europe Safe because dates, right? there's 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 trade offs, right? Like yeah, because like you can uh, you can each place has something different, but and there's ups and downs for it, and we I we really like the U.S. I mean the the, the United States itself, it's so big, it's difficult to kind of like put into a, a, a yeah. bo- into like a single paradigm what it is right well like, it, like where do you live well okay so that actually touches on a very interesting thing which is the original concept was that it wasn't really a single unified thing yep. but it, that it was a a you know uh, Ben Franklin famously said to somebody I forget now uh, well madam you have you now you have your republic uh, if you can keep it right so the idea was the idea was the states were really the Sort of like the singular things, yeah. and and they were together in this collective, right? Called a republic with a federal, and which you can agree on most things. Yeah, well, well, and the the advantage of that is that a lot of these things that we try to do uh, in terms of society and government and programs, like it's much easier to execute at a smaller scale than it is. At, like it's very, it's much easier for Norway as a country to do a lot of things. Uh, because it's five million people, yes, which is the size of Houston. And they're relatively homogenous, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's a whole another topic for another day. But, um, um, but I'm trying to. By the way, I, I forgot to tell you the story about the shirt. So this is the shirt that, uh, as you know, I'm a fan of the tropical shirts. It's pretty much my regular uniform. You probably noticed that. Um, I think you just got like a discount. It's like some store. So Dan gave me the shirt. So uh, Dan Alfred gave me the shirt because. Uh, one of his favorite writers is uh, <laughs> Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh. Uh, uh, line? Line? What's the guy's name? Google? <laughs> line? Hey, Google. Uh, What's the, uh... Anyway, this is a shirt that uh, Johnny Depp wore. Oh! In, in the... Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which was based on, which is the movie based on the book. Yeah. Written by... Hunter, thank you, Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson, and uh, different, <laughs> different, um, different take on the American dream. In fact, it's in the it's it's on the cover of the book, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. It says the subtitle is something like uh, a like furious journey into the heart of the American dream. It's it's a different approach. It's like drug induced, and, but but it was anyway. So Dan loves the book, and Vegas. he gave, he gave me the shirt. Like, and so how else would he experience so Vegas? This is it. But um, uh, what are we, what are we, where are we at? Okay, so different people, different concepts That's of right. the dream, and, and the the dream means different things to different people. It, should it mean different things to different people? It should. It should. It should. Right. I mean, like, ultimately, like, what is the American dream for someone like myself? Well, it's the free market e- economy. Yeah. Uh, entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, the ability for you to show up here and just kind of like, if you have certain skill sets. And you have the ability to use those skill sets, you know, like like Liam Neeson can. You can, you know, get out there. And, yeah, you know, you can you can do things with yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think at some 
points, and this may sound like overly patriotic, which 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 I'm I'm not, is like you know if you if you hard work and you kind of push yourself, you can achieve things, and that's relatively true to some capacity. So yeah, so let's talk about that because there's a lot of people who say that are of the mind that say, well, that's really not true because because of the kind of built-in. it, I'm trying to find the right word. There's things that are built into the system, as it were, that make it not uh, where we like. We need to we need to turn the dials to really make it uh, an equal opportunity for everybody. Uh, because otherwise, like the cards are stacked against you if you're a certain person from a certain place or a certain. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what does equal opportunity for everyone mean? Like they well, should be so, so there's the, the idea that well, based on generally on, like on, on if you work factor. hard you can you can get there if you work hard correct that's a common but it's not always true for everyone right because right. there's some factors that, that that push against it right and and that's a but there's a big difference between saying this is true for every single person in society it's not true yeah that's, yeah. that's true yeah. but but it doesn't mean that um but it's also it, it's also potentially true for most people. And so should we, should we like manually get in there and with government and programs and other things, and should we try to turn the dials because it's not true? Like how many people does it not need to be true for to justify fiddling with the system or like doing, you know? Well, first we have have to kind of accept the fact that the, this American dream means different things for different people. But what, what are the basics of it? Right, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. We, that's what we were saying. Right. We so then doing. you have to like say, well, if you can't agree on the basics, then you can't, you can't say, you can't fill those dials. How can you fine-tune something where you can't agree on what the basics are? Right. Like, what is the basics? Well, it should be uh, democracy. In some cases, it's more than fine-tuning, but anyway. Yeah. It should be democracy. It should be a free market. It should be uh, a relative amount of like respect and stuff. So human rights is part of that. Which is, you know, part of like some founding documentation. But even those things that you just said, with the exception maybe a free market, there's different people have different views on what they mean. They can have those views, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So as long as they can't infringe upon it. Okay. I mean, people can have views. Like you can't stop, and that's also the uh, so, sure? so free speech is is a is a, a tenant that actually the, uh, that's attractive about the U.S. Right? You can yeah. you can say what you want, but there's consequences about that. But, but people don't understand that the consequences are that the government can't do anything about it. But of course, you could, you know, be fired from your job. You can, right. be, be, you know, Somebody can beat you up in a you bar. You can be, be beaten up in right. a bar. Yeah. Like, those are the consequences of it, right? And that's fine. I mean, if you want to stand up on a pedestal somewhere and say, well, what and you that want was to say, really the, like the concept of free speech is that the, that people can express themselves without the government uh, or other large institutions, right? Like government institutions, yes. but it's mostly squashing government. them, correct? Squashing right. them, right. Mostly right. government, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, probably all because because most things that were put in place historically were done because of something else, some other condition that existed prior that was kind of notorious for causing a problem, and so we put these things in place to correct that. So, the previous condition was that you know uh, governments or however the government was structured, so it might be you know depending on the system, it might be the landowners or whoever, but but whoever was in charge, right? They would squash people for not uh for speaking out against whoever that's they right. were and you couldn't right. say much about it right i mean yeah. i mean that could be true for like maybe 
people that have a are living in kind of a building somewhere and the landowner is just you know a terrible human being and and you know but it's actually now there's there's laws and rules that can help people get access to that information to do things about it. Right? Yeah, well, when I say landowners, I mean back back during certain times in Europe, for example, where Europe, exactly. the yeah, landowners I mean, like were, the, no they were the government, right? There was so, no recourse yeah. against the landowner back then. Right? He could do pretty much whatever he wanted to, and there's very well, little... And that's what Adams, uh, no relation to the presidential Adam, Adam, okay. Adams, is, yeah. uh, that's what he was getting at, is he said, what we've created in this country at this point in time, 1931, which is just, you know, whatever it is, 150 years um, from the beginning, is a place where we've done away with all that, where just in principle, at least, you can be whoever you are and try to go do whatever you want to do and and potentially succeed at it and 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 do what you need to do to live a better, richer, fuller life. Um, and 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 what he's saying is that in this country we've created a place where that's possible um in contrast to most all the places in the world up to that point where you know that wasn't possible and so the question is now we fast forward almost 100 years there are people of different opinions right so there are people or different viewpoints there are some people who say it's still possible the american dream is still there for whoever wants to chase it and whoever wants to work hard and be successful that's it there are other people who say well no it's not because uh because the system is stacked against a lot of people and we need to fix we need to we need to like like reverse bias the system so that it helps the people that has been hurting and then there's other people who say it's a stupid dream and <laughs> nobody and it's not the way that things should work at all um so i don't know where i was going with that but no but, I, but, I, I so when I, you yeah. when you so when I you come here it, you, you know yeah. when you come here uh and even though you say well it means different things to different people there's some commonalities there's some, there's some commonalities the other one that, uh, that's part of the dream is actually the social contract right so there's a social oh, contract yeah, yeah. Right, right. that we have to kind of like abide by right so the, yes there's the respect for the individual personal freedoms right? yeah. but we all live in a society whether that society is uh, federal or states it's right, still right. a society sure. so we have to kind of observe by certain rules right I mean your shirt mm. I don't know, man. I mean, like, you know, in parts of the country that may not be allowed to wear that shirt, you know. It is a bit offensive. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you know, like, yeah, just for, just for the eyesight alone. Even right? for me, this yeah. one's kind of out there. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, yeah. like, you know, you know, there's a, there's a social contract you have to, we right. all have to agree on, right? right and that's right. part of the dream, right? So, there's personal freedoms, but there's also the social contract. There's a how do we behave in society because we can't be all individuals and we can't have all personal freedoms and individualistic because society will eventually be, will, will crumble down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and then we may revert back to that landlord system where the one with the most power will take over everything, and then we'll be in, you know we can't have that. Right, so there's a balance well, off. I mean, yeah. there's something to be said for the benevolent monarchy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's simpler. Yeah. It is yeah. simpler. This is why the French, you know, the French invented the guillotine, right? So because like yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it does. just a reminder. It's like hey, buddy, yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 So yeah, um, yeah. but look, right. as, as an immigrant, like but your story. So you said the reasons why I like it here is because of the free market the entrepreneurialism the i can i mean that's that's very consistent with that's the, right and the, in fact like everyone in my circle has similar kind of like aspirations about doing things right they all showed up here so without without much investment mm. and built up their own kind of capital 
Right. Which means that, you know, none of us showed up here with extreme wealth. Yeah. And not that we are extremely wealthy. That's, that's not the clearly. way we're going I mean, here, clearly. Yeah, the yeah. way you show up for a podcast. Well, I mean, like, you know, I have friends who basically have their main jobs and then um, started other businesses that they do, right. investment businesses, or they have, like, maybe a friend that's uh, as basically he started by buying, but he bought a used car, fixed it up and sold it. And then he's, he, he bought three used cars. And when you say when you say friends, he, you're talking about friends car. friends who also are not from here, right? That's right. So, uh, yeah. so, so it's a very interesting thing. Yes. What you're saying there is ye, the the you all, as we say, you people, you all, y'all, you people, y'all. you people, y'all, you people, uh, <laughs> that uh, you you got here and said basically, holy shit, there's all kinds of things that we can do. That's right. right. That's like, exactly right. Like I got a job, but I can do like like so you weren't really like tripping over all of these like things that sometimes people complain about. You just saw like a wide open space to do that's what right. to do that's what you exactly wanted to do. Right. Yes. And that's what you're doing. That's exactly right. That's, or your friends at least. Anyway, I don't know what you're well, doing. Well, I mean, it's, it's not just people I know, but it's, it's it's you can see. Right. Like you can like like there's gaps in all these things and if you want to do something about it, you can fill those gaps. Yeah. Right. Uh, and they don't have to be like if you think, oh well, you mean you mean high tech, or you mean like you know create an app. It's like no, I I don't mean I mean literally like my buddy who set up a garage, bought a car, right? He bought a you car. Got a car and he, he he has a garage and he's like he has a, a business. He's hired yeah. x number of like Americans that work and help. So right. Like so that's that's exactly what you should be doing. Right. Right. That's and, exactly and, the direction. And you just showed up and you and your he friends. Just showed up. He had a job. He just showed up. He and just he said, hey, up. you know, he I can that. do this. Yeah. He did that. Right. Yep. And nothing stopped him. Nothing can stop him, exactly. Yeah. There's no bureaucracy that will stop him. So what... In fact, it's encouraged to do so. Right. That's a great person. I mean, it's an... Um, what that, do you that's think... our feedback. So, Other people yeah. are here because of... They're fleeing war, they're fleeing famine. They have different things. But if you look at them quite... Like, give, them, give them time, they'll also have like... I was like, hey, maybe I can set up a food cart somewhere else. You know, like... Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So here's what I'm curious. So you, as... As as part of you people, yeah, uh, and you and your friends who came here, um, with that per- perspective, I said I could do anything, right? There's a whole bunch of people that are here, and I and I don't want to, I don't want to take this down a road of like bashing on anybody, but the fact is that there's lots of people who are from here, and they either don't see it that way, or aren't able, or whatever. Like, what do you, what is what do you all think when you look at people who are from here and and they're not they don't have that same perspective that same energy like what why why yeah it's the it's the curse of success what's holding them back it's the curse of success right so it's a generational problem that we see in many countries where almost every single country in the world is built up by immigrants like, yeah it depends how far back you go in history right. but yeah. every country Immigrants came from somewhere, and they basically populated, changed the, the dynamic of the country, and, and moved the country in a certain direction. So, so potentially, immigrants by definition have a different energy. That's right. From yes. the people who are exactly. who are uh, well, yeah. indigenous. But yeah. ultimately, you, you know, you want to because you, you went somewhere because you wanted to do. I something. mean, I I grew up in right. South Africa yeah. because my ancestors in 1820 were immigrants by themselves. Yeah, they showed from up somewhere showed else. Up, showed up. Right. They came from India and they showed up to work in the yeah. sugar cane plantation. You're but just like this whole like yeah. like mix mash of things. Yeah, all different things, right? Yeah. So entrepreneurially, like by gen, I'm generation three from that group. 
none of us work in those fields. We all basically have like other careers, right? Right, sure. And like I would imagine Generation 5 now basically is the group that you are thinking about now, which has basically become like complacent or enjoys the luxuries that Generation 1 to 4 had. Yeah, had, had, okay, yep. yeah. So the that crest, that? Yeah, I yeah. guess. I mean... But I'm an immigrant now, so I have that 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 mentality of like I'm here now. What's the best I can do? And but, it isn't about like taking opportunity from other people. That's never been the the case, mm-hmm. right? Uh, no, it's there. I mean, it's there for the taking. Yeah, and like we'll, you're not. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So do it, but also the value you create is different. But the fun you also have enjoying it. Like I mean, there's a lot here to enjoy. We like it here. Right? So could so could people here who are from here. Essentially, what you're saying is if they changed their... So the people who are here who are from here who who are under this notion that, you know, something is holding them back or holding them down or the system's against them or whatever, what you're saying is if they had the right, like, frame of mind and the right energy and the right determination, they, they could actually... There's really nothing stopping them. They could change. They could, yeah, I mean, I mean I, I'm leaving out some like let, legitimate. Let's like, leave yeah. out specific people with extenuating circumstances, That's right? right? Yeah. So we're That's speaking right. in generalities. Yeah. I mean, it's there. And this is this is one of the problems that whenever people start to try to debate what's good or bad for society, or what people ought to do, or what the government ought to do, they always hinge their arguments on that very small portion that Does has extenuating there, circumstances. There is that, right? There is that. Yeah, but exactly. broadly, broadly, people. There's, could, I mean, look at, um, let's take an example of like uh, communal making money out of real estate, right? So to buy a house requires some sort of capital. If you can find an area that's growing or being about to become gentrified, like if two or three different parties came together, pull their capital, they could buy a residential property and flip it within a year. Mm. From the capital, they could then diversify and take that thing and invest in other properties and then other properties, which yeah. means that like it doesn't take an individual to do that. It takes a group of people. So like sure. if you have like three or four different families that has suddenly can put enough capital together, you could do that. Right? So this is what I'm trying to get to. Right? It's like this, like just that small example is something that you could probably do. Nothing stops them from doing it. So I so I'm gonna I'm gonna stitch together a thought here based on all the stuff that you said. Also. Also, we're going to wrap up because otherwise we get wisecracks from the peanut gallery about how long we talk. So, it's just, it's uh, just the one guy, right? <laughs> it's just the one guy. <laughs> um, so um, if I put all this stuff together, like as I'm sitting here listening to what you're saying, there are certain kinds of people in the world that have the energy and the determination and the, the people who want to go do something. Those people, when they live in a place where they're not able to do that, they leave that place. And more often than not, where do they come? Here. Right? They come to the U.S. because they see that it's that they can do those things unencumbered by the things that would encumber them wherever they are. That's correct. And when yeah. they get here... Uh, Again, broadly speaking, the plan works. Broadly speaking, and they're able to do it. Um, so, uh, so if you take that same type of person, those so so here, uh, so so here in the U.S. pursuing the American dream, 
you've got the sort of people who say, I want to do something. I can do something. I'm going to do a lot of things. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to, like whatever all those things are, right? Either they're from here and they do it and they succeed. Or they're not from here, but they're that kind of person. And so they left wherever they were and came here because you could be here and do it and succeed. Is that, I mean, That's right. am I, is that a, Look, is that a fair mean, conclusion? The American dream is, is not perfect by any means. And there's, it deserves criticism. And it's okay to criticize the country. Like, I don't believe in patriotism because it's, it's too blind. You don't believe in, uh, in, in being a patriot. Because it's too blind. In, well, it depends on your on the definition. On the definition, right? Of it, exactly. it, I think I think you, a you classical should. definition of patriotism is I want the best for my country. Right. That's different from what it is now. That's right? different from what it is. Which now, means right? no, no, no criticism. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I want the best for my country, and I'm willing to do something, and I'm willing to fight for it, and I'm willing that's to. That's I'm willing to take an active role. And I would, I would agree to with get that. Get the best for my country. I would agree with that. Right? Right. Because, the, but the non-criticism part of patriotism mm -hmm. is something I, I'm concerned about. Right. Yeah. But let's take that up. Let's take that aside. Right. I think a lot of people right now who are kind of born here, second or third generation, or like, you know, seventh generation Americans, they don't have a worldview of what else is out there. The American dream is not perfect by any means, but it's one of the best systems we have right now that allows you to have, to, to kind of have that entrepreneurial kind of like vision, that opportunity, if you want that. Like maybe right. you don't want that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you sort of come here and just kind of have a job. But you can. And, but you can if you want to. Right. And if you don't want to, there's other places you can kind of immigrate. You're an immigrant. You, you don't have to be here. Yeah. You can immigrate to other places if you want to. Right. Or you can stay here and we'll probably take care of you either way. Yeah, it's also yeah. harder in other places too so yeah, to, yeah. You know, to kind of – I mean, look, people are, people are prosperous all around the world for different things. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The U.S. is not perfect by any means, but it's not looking for, for perfection. Right. Perfection is a, is a kind of like not Korean – fantasy where like it's perfect <laughs> and everything is fine right yeah yeah that's uh but is it good enough is it great well it's the old joke right if you ever find it, uh, a bunch of people that are perfect don't don't go don't there because you're going to exactly. ruin it right yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but it's a, it's a pretty good system it's not perfect we can work yeah. on it we can do better and, and that's you, okay right. yeah. yeah yeah and you so I, I, yeah. a lot of people enjoy okay there's no shortage of people wanting to come here but let's let's exclude uh, refugees and um, people fleeing right. extreme Swimming circumstances. across the river. Let's right, look yeah. at people who are here who are economic migrants. Let's take that one group only, which are usually highly skilled people or semi-skilled people, and they want to come here. Has there been a decline in that? No, no. And why is that? Well, because of everything you just said, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the simple thing, right? Yeah. Look at the data. The yeah. data says that there's been no decline of economic migration. And if yeah. there has, I'd love to learn about why that is and where it is, but we've not really seen that. Yeah, yeah. In fact, there's been an upkeep of that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 true. I mean, um, there, we get into we get into fighting about how many of the of the work visas should we allow. That's a different takes, argument. That's a whole yeah, other thing. That's but, a whole different but thing, But the yeah. point is that, you know, I met a, um, um, so uh, my wife and I were in New York City right before, uh, you know that thing that happened the last couple of years with that little flu uh, virus thing that was going around? None. <laughs> you hear about that? No. <laughs> that, I was in a, yeah, uh, yeah I yeah. had no idea, yeah. No, I was locked I'm, down. I'm, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm joking because obviously it was, it was very serious for a lot of people. But uh, um, anyway, we, we, it was perfect timing. We decided to go to New York City just to hang out for a long weekend in October of 2019. So right before everything kind of went to hell. And... Um, uh, and we were riding, I can't remember if it was a cab or an Uber driver, and he was probably uh, early 30s. Uh, he was from China originally, 
that makes him Chinese, I think, right? I think yeah. he's still allowed yeah. to say that he's Chinese because he's from China. I'm sure so he would call himself Chinese. He was a Chinese person. And um, he's been here ever since he was 18 he, or 17. He was in high school. And his, so he's telling us this whole story because I love to talk to taxi drivers and Uber drivers because you just hear the most amazing stuff, especially in big cities. And... Uh, he said his parents arranged, so he had a, he took a school trip. He was in China in high school. He took a school trip to somewhere in Canada, and had somehow his parents arranged this whole thing where he was going to, like, sneak away from the school group, ah. and somebody was waiting for him, and he got on a boat and went to New York City, uh, to Manhattan, where he went to Chinatown and got a job, in a, you know, working in a Chinese restaurant in Chinatown, and, and that was when he was 17 or 18 years old. Now he's like 32, and he's got a wife and kids, and, and, um, and he's doing, you know, really well, and he loves it here. Fantastic story. And he said, and I forget what we were talking about exactly, but he said, don't let anybody fool you. He like, he like stopped and turned around and looked at us. He said, it doesn't matter what you hear, everybody over there wants to come here. He was referring to China. He was referring to China. He's like, everybody I know in China wants to come here. Like, don't, he, and he said, don't believe what you hear, and don't let anybody fool you. Everybody in China wants to come here. So uh, I'm probably going to be censored now in China. I don't think I don't, they're not going to. They're not going <laughs> to. There goes the audience. <laughs> we just lost two people. Goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two of the six people are now no longer yeah, listening. Exactly. But but that that resonates with what you said, right? Which is that this is the people want to come here for a reason. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard people say, I, I, I don't ever want to move here. You know, they'll give you various reasons. And I would always say, what if I gave you my green card? And in a heartbeat, I guarantee you, if that was something you could actually do, you can't do that, by yeah, the way. Yeah, you can't do it. Right? You can't do that, right? But, like, if I could do that, which not I legally, never will do. Not legally. Not legal, right? If that was, like, something that was possible, I guarantee in a heartbeat, they'd be on a plane right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... So uh, and you know, unfortunately, we have a lot of people here who say, well, "I don't, you know, I don't like America. I'm going to go to some other country." Which go experience which they the world. Should. They should go and, see the world. Yeah, and, and I and I mean that. Like like I don't mean it in the sense of don't let the door hit you in the ass yeah, on the yeah. way out. Although maybe sometimes I mean that. But but I mean like if if you're here and what this is and the whole like philosophy that this is built on doesn't align with what you think. Then you should go somewhere where it does. Like I said, right? no that, experience. Like, is that the world. a terrible thing to say? No, you, right? I, I always say you have no worldview. You have no idea what's going. On. Yeah. What else is out there? Yeah. It's not. There are other. There are other places that are better in some things. Sure. Right for different reasons, and that may resonate with you. So, good luck. Find yeah. that place. Yeah. 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 And pl- then it makes more room for. But I will say this much: know. it doesn't. The U.S. doesn't ask too much for you to become an American. You have to take a test, which is easy to pass. Mm. You have to uh, be here for a while. You have to be able to, to communicate. So, yeah. but even then, the I found that the language test isn't very hard to do. So, like, and like you should be able to speak the language to actually integrate. Other countries demand a language uh, integration. So, yeah, uh, yeah, true. Yeah, there's yeah. no fluency test here. No, and you can usually find a community that you know yeah. is that you don't have to be right. You don't have to be perfect in English. You no, can, you don't have yeah. to. I mean, like English is not national. There's no national language of English of the, yeah. of, the of the U.S. And a lot like, of people get a lot of people get bent out of shape about that, where they're like, "Oh, if you're gonna come here, you need to learn to speak English." You gotta speak American here. Yeah, sure. I, yeah. I, that doesn't bother me. I really don't like. Or like here in Houston, when you know we have a lot of billboards that are in Spanish, and there are people yeah. who get kind of like, like 
been out of shape. Why should it that. bother you? Like, yeah, it doesn't I mean, bother like, me at all. We have a lot of people here who speak Spanish. Yeah, exactly. They're good people. Yeah. You know, it's helpful for them. To you do should this. be able to speak. Also, yeah. we got way too damn many billboards in Houston anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so like, yeah, language aside, it's kind of weird. It freaks people out. Yeah. Well, and I think you should be able to communicate. It's kind of an American thing, though, right? Because if you live in Europe, this is something I learned from working with people in Europe. Um, because it, so in Europe, it essentially just it, by way of analogy, you have like a whole bunch of countries that if you look at like Europe and the U.S., the countries over there are kind of like the states over here, you know, about that size and they're all squashed mm-hmm. together and everything. And so you always have people mixing and mingling and people in different places speaking different languages, because it, if there was a language for different states in the U.S., I think we wouldn't get so weird about people not speaking English. Right, but because it's it's ubiquitous for such a large area, and it's just really the people around the borders that you know what I'm saying. Like I, yeah. I think we it's just. I a mean, pers- there's no demand to speak English, and if you don't want to, that that's okay. But I would assume the majority of people do speak it, and you want to communicate. Like you want to be able to call nine one one for help, <laughs> and if you can't speak, if yeah. you can't do that in a language they can understand, like if. I would assume most... most I, so I've never called 911. Well, I have, but it's been a long they, time. They're bilingual, right? Do, do, they used do, to be bilingual. Does it say push one for Spanish, if you want to? There's a bilingual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. that's just like Spanish and English. But right, right. you could come from a part of the world that is right. neither Spanish or English. Sure. So then, like, if you can't right. communicate in either of those you languages, like, how do you get... Yeah. yeah well, yeah, how do you get by? How yeah. do you call for help if you fall down? Or you... Or the person you're with is injured. Like, what do you right. do? Yeah, so, it's, you're right. It's like, I always say, like, you should be able to communicate a little bit in, in the language here. I, I spent one time when I was young, uh, before I was married, I spent like three or four months living in Mexico City. And I can tell you that it was a lot easier living there knowing something about Spanish. I'm sorry, are you late for your next thing? No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> and we do, need to, we do need to wind up. Uh, wrap up, wind up. Wind up. Wind up is the beginning. Wrap up is the end. Yeah. So, uh, Wind Nation, up means thanks, something else. Thanks for coming yeah. over again. And uh, I feel like there's more we could talk about. So we'll wait a few weeks to give some other people a turn. And then we'll, we'll come back and, sure, and, and do some more. Uh, and, you, you know, for- Rob Roy. I, by the way, I, I had the gin and tonic today because, you know, it's kind of a lunchtime drink. Um, but without the lime because I haven't gone to the grocery so store. So the yet. Rob Roy so. makes me an alcoholic because I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah, it's more of an evening drink, but that's okay. Yeah, you know, it's, gonna, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. scotch. So it's just like a, a Manhattan. Uh, I made yours on the rocks today because I just did. But you could have it up as well, you know, martini style with the scotch. and. From, anyway, you're done. Were we done? We're done. <laughs> All right, thanks. We're done. <laughs>